Yo, man. Boom, it's Rusty. Welcome to the Public Access Podcast. I am your host, Rusty Diamond. And today I have a special guest, another guest from Hypnosis. If you're watching along, if you've been listening along, um, well, you know, with Hypnosis is obviously going to be someone I like because I really liked everyone that I was in the class with. And we have another person that's uh, from New England, so that's even better, and has been an author, has taken many people along many journeys, and I want to bring out Sharon and Rose. How are you doing today? I'm <laughs> doing my... great, Rusty. <laughs> so fun, fun to be fun. here with such a cool dude. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's, yeah, it's great having you here. And I needed, yeah, I, I knew I needed to reach out to you. And, um, you know, it, we, we took a little bit to, to get here, but we're both, we're both busy. So, I mean, it's, it's hard to be able to get this uh, really like nailed down. And I ended, so I ended up, uh, I did another one today, another podcast today earlier, and uh, it was just like one of those weird things, just like, okay, I'm going to knock them both out, and, um, <laughs> but, but, so it's, it's good, because then I'm, I'm more like in the flow and ready to go, and I'm not just, I'm not starting up cold, so mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you, you've been like, so, okay, so when I met you, you were already, uh, your book was already published or was in the publishing stages, I believe. I think it was already published. And yes, is that right? My, my first book had been published already at that point and had been out for a couple of years. Okay, right. Okay. And then, so then that book was um, like, okay, so how, like, how'd you get into like from that book and decided to go, let's go hypnosis? Is that just kind of the next logical mm-hmm. step mm-hmm. of with where your book? You know, so for me, always the next logical step always comes from those that are closest to me and often from the people I work with and they'll drop little nuggets, you know, it's like a little treasure hunt. My life is always a treasure hunt where I'm like, oh, what's next? <clears throat> and so a beautiful woman I had worked with as a client, as a collaborator, and she was also became, you know, a real supporter of my work said, do you do hypnosis? And will you, you know, will you do some sessions with me? And I said, well, you know, what I do do is very much hypnosis, but you know, I didn't go through a training. So because just because of the work that I am trained in, it was, you know, really similar. And I said, well, you know, let me explore it because I hadn't officially done any trainings in a while because I had been so immersed in my own community and serving and creating. I had gone through just years of intense creative expression and creative outburst. So I hadn't been, you know what I mean, like dabbling in new fields or new trainings. And so when she said that, something really opened to me and I went, oh, let me go check it out. And yeah, and then I did. And I met our wonderful teacher, Bruce, and I was totally hooked. And um, yeah, and I went and became certified for hypnosis. So then your book then, how, how does it tie in? Like, how does it tie into hypnosis? Um, cause I mean, it ha- or like, cause 
with what you were doing before um was you know, like you're saying was basically like hypnosis so how because like i i know but like so how would how would you say it was like hypnosis in a way so like, i've always kind of been on the edge you know of things and kind of a little bit of an edge walk and people would be like, now, what is it you do again, Sharon? And I would describe it with these words that were probably a little out there. And they would sort of be like, I don't know what she's saying. and I don't know what she does. And, and it's more like, yeah, you got to experience what I do because it comes from the person directly, their experience versus me telling you, you know what I mean? What's going to go down. Yeah. And so hypnosis provided this <laughs> safe, more familiar, widespread language where it was like, yeah, so this is hypnosis. Oh, I know all about hypnosis, they would say. I'm like, great, there you go. And I don't have to go into any explanation anymore and we can just meet there. And then, you know, then I kind of expanded out from there into the work I do, which is called feminine alchemy. And so that's just this real deepening of I'm being guided intuitively, you know, to connect in with somebody subconscious and unconscious and soul conscious and all the beautiful, you know, other layers and levels of a person. And then I, you know, I hold and support them into their own guided journeys to kind of merge all the parts of us inside and really create, you know, a very sound homecoming to oneself. But hypnosis so really covers it a lot easier. <laughs> Yeah. Well, how about you walk me kind of through what that is then? So with how that works, like, so if you have a, a new client coming in, um, how, I mean, what would be kind of the protocol for that? Mm -hmm. So working with me and having this experience yeah. of feminine alchemy. Yeah. yeah so I'm going to, I'm going to close my eyes because that's the way that I can really feel into um into this and what okay. feels like it wants to come forward. So in the journey of feminine alchemy, when someone reaches out to me, I'm listening kind of underneath what they're saying. And so, you know, there's a way that as we talk with each other, we're talking about things on the surface, but then there's a layer where our heart and our soul and even our body and our nervous system is also communicating. And so I'm tapping into all those different realms and then really serving that person in a way that allows them to touch into that. And so through, yes, absolutely the use of relaxation techniques and mind-body connection and guided meditation and, um, you know, neuro-linguistic programming and all these other ways, there's this whole realm of helping supporting another person to realize that they are communicating through their soul, their heart, their body, their being and their nervous system in a way that I then pick up on and then return to them with reflection and then through guided transmissions and, you know, these journeys that, that take them on a deeper path of listening to their own being and body and kind of serving them back their own meal, you know, and, and allowing them to be so deeply nourished by that. And then to feel, you know, people who work with me are like, oh my God, you see straight into me. You see straight into who I am. Like, yeah, because well, we're communicating that to each other all the time. And we think we're hiding things with one another but when you're you know I've been doing 
for lack of a better word, sacred listening with my whole body for most of my life. And so I just listen very, very deeply and so much comes through. And so then I just hold, you know, a very, very safe container for someone to get to really show up for who they actually are without all the masks and falsities and trying to be somebody and all that good stuff. So then how does it, uh, I mean, when is the point usually when they give in, I guess, give in and realize Mm -hmm. that, that you're there and that you, you're, you're tapped in and it's not, then they can let their guard down. Like when, once they usually get to that point. Yeah, everybody, of course, is really different based on their background, based on their trauma, based on their triggers, based on their projections, you know, because people are also going to project onto me and then either desire to have a safe relationship and connection with me or want to play out some, you know, argumentative, resistant energy. So that depends on the person. So sometimes it can be really, really quick you know, cause someone yearns so much to just trust. And yeah. because I've been doing this for so long, I am not willing to play any games. I am so there for that person and I have nothing to um, force them in. I have nothing to hold back. And so it's that place of, I want to make this the safest, gentlest most natural unfolding healing and homecoming as possible so i'm not confused about my role and that can for some people they pick up on that very you know the majority pick up on that actually very very quickly um but if somebody's really new to trusting it's shocking actually (laughs) how resistant we as human beings are to each other and to truly being helped you know, and supported and more than anything to be seen. Like we actually are so resist, like that probably is 90% of people's deepest yearning is to be authentically seen and known. And yet it's our greatest fear. Totally. Which would be the reason why. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So some, you know, of course I've worked with people who, you know, if you're super resistant, I'm going to know, and I'm just going to let someone know, you know what I mean? Like, this isn't going (laughs) to benefit you. So let's not go there. Um, Because, yeah, I used to do like individual sessions, for example, and I don't, I rarely do that anymore. That's only for people who I actually really know, um, because of exactly what you're saying, because it can take a very long time and I don't want to waste my time or someone else's time playing. You know what I mean? The game of BAMO one session, boom, everything's going to be great. I, I don't play that. Like it takes deep commitment and being willing to keep showing up for yourself in the deepest way. And like you said earlier, being your own most reliable person, you know, that's not yeah. my job. Like I, I but, am reliable, but I yeah. don't, you know, I don't, they, you know, when, if you come to, to work with another, you've got to be reliable. You've got to be ready to go all the way in. Right. It's hard to, and like for some people, it's just hard just to like get past that first part and but i mean the first part they're already doing by you know reaching out to you and wanting to be there but then there's still just that that disconnect and that disconnect is just something they 
yeah, I mean, they have to be ready. Uh, and hopefully before they make an appointment with you, but I mean, yeah, they have to be ready to change it. It's just like with the, you know, the hypnosis and the, the smoking, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. someone wants you to stop smoking. Someone else wants you to stop smoking, but you still want to smoke. You're still going to smoke. I, I've told a lot of people who come to me for that. For some reason, that's the thing people always think if they, you know, they look at like, oh, do you do stop smoking? I'm like, I guess, sure. I guess I'll do stop smoking. But like, do you really want to stop smoking? Like, I, if, if you don't want to, please go out and smoke. Smoke all you want. Don't yeah. feel bad about it. Don't feel bad about it. Yeah. Yeah. But when you want to, then come to me. When you really want to, don't don't waste your time. Don't waste my time. Don't waste your money. I'll take your money, but don't even. I mean, don't show up. Don't show up. You can just. Yeah. You're yeah. You're making it hard for yourself, and yeah, it's unnecessary stress on yourself. Yeah. Just, yeah, because we all have so many backlogged experiences of, well, gosh, that didn't work. You know what I mean? Where then we do the check and that actually yeah. creates less and less trust in other people who sincerely do want to help you, you know, and who have yeah. their own, like I know you have, I know I have, we've lived really deep commitments to making change. And so we know that terrain and we know like the more that you self-criticize yourself by setting up these experiences where you're not fully committed and then you fail, you're like, yep, yeah. see, I can't do it. And yep, that person, their modality didn't work either. And it's like, well, that's not the whole story. You got to yeah. really slow down, like you said, and look at, was I actually committed? Was I willing to take away some of those blinders and, you know, places in me that are so resistant to realize, hmm, maybe this can work and maybe I can do what I yearn to do. And maybe I'm not doing it because I don't want to, like you said, and there's yeah. no need to judge anything. Like I'm so committed to, I've been going through so much health challenges as I get older with menopause and you know, one of my deepest little things is I have quite sugar, like I can get into sugar addictive um, periods, especially yeah. around the holidays. Like it takes so much commitment huh. to not eat sugar. It's everywhere. And it dysregulates my system like immediately. And I've been doing great for like the past year. And then this Christmas has started to slip in. And after a few days, I'm like, oh, dang, you know, I'm not sleeping again, getting migraines, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, you know what? There is just no need to criticize nor to see that as bad, you know, because we can see it as a bad or a downfall or that we're weak. It's like, no, this is a pattern of a lifetime and then some and you know, it requires my own willingness to really, you know, uh, really love myself and be kind to myself through the whole process and to know when I'm ready and each step I take, I'm more ready, you know, and then next yeah. Christmas, I know it's going to be different than this one and all of that. So yeah, I wholeheartedly hear you and applaud that of like, yeah, when you're ready, I'm here. Yeah. And then having that, that positive self-talk rather than the bringing the negative back in of it um well yeah when you don't need to when you don't need to bring the negative back into it uh so on the last podcast i was doing um 
my guest was she uh she i don't know she has a, a book about it's called uh, master offline dating but it's about being able to you know make connections with people in real life just by like doing small things what it was mostly about and with that even doing something such as you know like when i'm when i was younger and when she was younger we were both talking about how you know it was hard for us we were socially awkward and stuff before it was socially awkward was a thing and and it was hard <laughs> and it just kept getting like more and more ingrained in us deeper and made it makes it harder mm -hmm. and like that stuff doesn't stay the same it just it reinforces more and more each time whereas if you can just once you get to that part where you can at least start getting on that positive get a few positives in there and start mm -hmm. moving towards it you're not you're because yeah you're not going to just stay still like it's going to get more and more ingrained and you're going to go down like you need to well, once you hit the first one, then it can only go up and you can go down, you don't go down some, but you're not going to go back down where you were and have that, that part where it's back to just reaffirming all these things of no, I can't, this is just me and it doesn't have to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, once you hit rock bottom, like nothing ever again is rock bottom. <laughs> right. It really is a one-time thing, you know, it might yep. last a long time. Um, yeah. Because I don't think time quantifies rock bottom, but you know, yeah, like you're saying, you, you'll you'll step your toes back into that, but never like sink in all the way like you yeah. need to, you know, to really know what rock bottom is. Yeah. And like one of the things I talk about sometimes is uh with people with uh you know, with ptsd and mm -hmm. with the one of the ones that bruce taught us was the um i i can't remember what it's called right now i'm blanking on it but where you go and you watch watch the movie of it and you replay it once but each and you replay it each time over and over and each time it becomes less impactful and mm -hmm. just like that one is but it's again not until you're ready but i'm telling you though when you are ready you just gotta do it once and then it's gonna get easier and it's just getting to that part of being okay now i want to now i think i can do this and start to be able to heal and make better you know better of a, a tough situation of what what it has been and you know it's still going to be something impactful but it's not going to be nearly as impactful but you do have to put your toe in there yeah put your toe back in there and that can be really hard for a lot of people and but it's just when you're ready yeah as you are speaking about that so desensitization that's like the desensitization oh, process you. and yeah you bet and it took me a minute too i'm like wait what word is that uh and i think in that journey we discover like we are the ones who get to walk ourselves back out of that dark pit 
And that can actually be scary because then we do start to see truly how powerful we are. And it doesn't come down in like one big lightning bolt. It's these small steps, like you're saying, where you're like, holy crap, I didn't say that really cruel thing to myself this time. Wow, I said something different. And we don't often define that as power because we have so many outside, you know, socialized notions of what power is. We think it's all about the high and mighty or like you've got, you know, it connotates so much especially to consumerism and finances and all that stuff but however it like that is the power right there it's like slowly walking yourself like you're saying to this person where you're like wow she is who I always wanted to be and I could feel her and here she is and I'm the one who got all the other parts you know with me on board to to get to now live this way and to always be there for myself and always you know never abandon myself and always be you know truly the last and final one to say yeah i got you i really got you i'm you know i ain't going nowhere we're we're gonna do this we're gonna keep going so yeah Um, well, cool. So let's, uh, so your book, what was the, uh, I'm blanking on the name of your book right now, which is not what I should be doing. uh, (laughs) Well, luckily I'm the most reliable one. So I know, (laughs) and I'm just wanting to double check. It said my connection was unstable. Am I good? You're good now. It, it got okay. unstable for a second, but it's okay. 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 Yeah. There's, we are having massive wind and rainstorms in Portland right now. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. It's been the quite person something. I was with their power went out right after we got done with the podcast and she lives in, in uh, right near Portland. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I gotcha. Yeah. Gorgeous. So the name of my first book is faces of the mother. And the subtitle is A Journey, a Reclamation, a Feminine Restoration. And so the largest group and population I work with is women. And it's really about women truly finding their own inner power, their own unique power, and coming to understand that, yeah, it is none of those things that this lovely society has told us, you know, it was. And we got to go down through a lot of shit to really reclaim that for ourselves and say wait a second I got the power you know and it's a very usually for women um, but I know for everybody actually because I have you know a very large family of boys it's all the same thing you know what I mean it's it's that deep aliveness where you are tasting and touching how creation moves through you and then using that flow like using that stream to continue to build a life worthy of what lights you up and what makes you feel purposeful you know and and like you're truly serving from all that you are and all that you want to be doing so yeah that's what that book is and supports and um it really shares the deeper layers and journey of you know a group of women going through the processes that I do to come and under come to understand where the power lives and and how they got there awesome well, and you said, so were you saying there's a second one? 
So I have been a part of two more book projects after that. The second one is through a um, publishing company called Powerful You Publishing. And that book is called Women Living on Purpose. And so that's an anthology with many different women's stories about how they show up in the world with passion and commitment uh, to live truly their purpose. And then this past year, yeah, it was 2022. It was February 22nd, 2022, and it was um, published. It's mm -hmm. called She Is uh, Reclaiming Divine Feminine Power. And that's also a collection of women's stories. Awesome. Um, and that publisher, I think, is VBM, V as in Victor, B as in boy, M as in Mr. VBM Publishing out of Australia. Out of Australia, Jeez. all right. International, yeah. around the globe here. <laughs> yeah, right. and both of those, both of those got um, Amazon international bestsellers and all kinds awesome. of things. So they're, they're really beautiful. Yeah, thank you. That's thank you. cool. Uh, and then, so then you are your uh, retreats and are those Zoom now, or are you back to? taken uh going out into meeting meeting in person or where where is that right now so i am still for the majority online so i have a um, beautiful membership uh, community of sisters and so that we meet you know weekly that's happening every month that's ongoing if you go on to um my website, SharonAnnRose.com. You can find out more about that. And then this year, I'm starting to go back out into the world in person and have live retreats. I have a couple here in Portland locally, and then I'll be doing one in Virginia in September, which will be oh. going back to a, a place that uh, my retreat got canceled because of COVID back in 2020. So we're going back to the same place, which will be really wonderful. That'll be fun. Go yeah, all the way back uh, to Virginia. So the, is it an outdoor, indoor uh, retreat? So it's at a beautiful, very earth friendly and conscious sanct you know, sanctuary retreat center. Um, and then we definitely do parts of it outside because September there will be so beautiful as you may be oh. discovering, you know, the whole East Coast just lights yeah. up with color and bounty and all that true gorgeous gold of autumn. So yeah, we'll definitely be doing aspects of our day outside. And then we're gonna actually be in this amazing, huge, like, oh, I can't even think of what the name is of what they call oh the lighthouse it's this circular building and yeah oh. it's got windows all around and it overlooks um the grounds are just breathtaking so it's going to be a very special uh retreat and it happens the second week of September I think it's the 15th September 15th through 17th of 2023 and um, info Excellent. is on my website as well as at the retreat center it's called Seven Oaks um, because they literally have seven oak trees there and, and the name of the retreat is called her primal freedom so once again it's all about you know supporting women to really come into that deeper place of yeah culture and society uh-uh it ain't working for us and what does it mean to gently lovingly supportively you know reclaim inside yourself the world that you want to birth and be you know living and support others in that too 
Because, yeah. I mean, the world is what you make it. I mean, it's, it's what it is to you. It's not, not anything to anybody else. It's what it is to you, and that's what matters. You, you make it how you want to make it. Yeah. So go with Sharon and make it awesome. As well as <laughs> freedom <laughs> uh -huh. yes thank, thank you sharon for being on and uh again yeah everyone uh, you can go to sharonannrose.com for information and uh yeah i had a good time talking with you and it, um yeah if you come out to to boston uh let me know you're, we're at not Boston, but I'm in Massachusetts. Come out to Massachusetts. Let me know, and it'd be be great to see you. And yeah, it'd be wonderful to connect with you again. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening, and uh, that is the show, man. <laughs>